0: You're listening to
1: Whoa Hot Lakes Uh Bowie Huggin Killer Queen loving. You with that bitch look like cool best cousin Black hugging Bitches like in danger
2: Saber two saga i am a motherfucking yellow ranger Yeah and
1: Aquafina just a
2: Hey everyone, welcome back to First of All, a real and filtered conversation on family, career, love, and all things modern culture. I'm Mindy Chang and your host here in my little virtual living room where I get to hang out with friends and sometimes solo, sharing my perspective and our perspectives on different feature topics. I'm so excited because this week's feature topic like all my other future topics, are a long time coming. Uh, I have two incredible women here to talk with me about being a female business owner in a male-dominated tech industry. And oh my god, there's so much to talk about in this in this little topic area. But I'm so excited to introduce my friends Jane Lee and Ava Chan, the co-founders of Launch Pop. Welcome. Thank you. How are you? (laughs) Thanks for having us. Yeah. It's nice hearing yourself on the radio, huh? You have
0: a great radio voice. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you really do. I've
2: had like (laughs) 170-something episodes practice, but no, I'm super excited to have you guys here. Jane and I actually go way back um, in Mm -hmm. terms of the collaboration world in Asian America, running shows and being producers. And Ava, I've heard a lot about through Jane because Mm -hmm. she's been your business partner in this new endeavor, business partner. Thank you for
1: saying business partner. (laughs) Yeah, Why?
2: Why is that? Okay, I want to hear the intro, but why? Is that special?
1: Oh, um, well, (laughs) you know, Jane and I are business partners. Uh Uh, We are also best friends. Uh, We are also girlfriends. Um, We also live together. (laughs) We also live together. Roommates, okay. So whenever I introduce Jane to other people, I have to say, She's my partner, my girlfriend, either one. People think that we're lesbians. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, because we live together and yeah. that's all I know. To yeah, talk about. and we spend
0: so much time together, right? Yeah, I mean, running a business together and living together—that's really. I think like that's 40%. actually uh,
2: like double edged sword, but I think that's great that we live in a society. They're like, oh, that's great, your business partners yeah. and and life partners. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Who better than to have a partner with? Yeah. Wait, so can you guys tell me? I want to uh, hear the spiel on your side of of Launch Pop, how mm. how it came to be, and like where it's at. For our, especially for our audience too, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mainly for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Um, so actually, I guess like just to backtrack a little bit, um, Jane and I we came together um, because we're very different people, um, but also very the same people. So uh, we have very different com- uh, skill sets, but we complement. <laughs> each other a lot Mm -hmm. um so going back i actually came from a design school called ocad in toronto um and sidebar
2: they are both from toronto (laughs) canada
1: canadians (laughs) canadians um and you know in my third year i uh, i was studying illustration and design at ocad um and i realized you know i can't continue doing this um because i'm not going to make money enough money to you know go do the things that I want to do. Um, So I actually decided to go to the university next door. Okay. um, And I snuck in for almost a year. Uh, how does one sneak in so you were like sitting in on classes you'll be surprised (laughs) uh schools are not very uh, secure secure. okay noted (laughs) and uh yeah i learned about accounting uh business management um everything you needed to learn um the basics um and i remember going into accounting class and i this teacher was super mean he likes to point out to people to answer questions okay and my face was super red i couldn't answer and That's Mm -hmm. the end of my course. Like, I stopped learning about business. Um, But really quickly, because I was always on campus, um, I I got um, to be exposed to the different student groups there, and I actually joined a group called Inspire. Um, And this group, they, they hosted workshops and conferences to bridge the gap between, I guess, like, entrepreneurs or students who want to become entrepreneurs, um, and I was helping them with their graphic design. Very cool. Um, And there, that's when I met a founder who was growing his business uh, called Luxbox, uh, which is the birch box of Canada at the time. Very nice. Um, And I think I was one of the first females joining the team. Um, of like eight developers, all wow. male, trying wow. to build a makeup business. <laughs> wow, um, <laughs> irony. Okay. Um. Yeah. So you know, I was there trying to figure out you know how we can like brand this properly to, um, you know, reach a, a woman audience. Um. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, long story short, um, because I was so young and I was so eager, I learned a lot. I went outside of design, did you know business development, um, marketing design, customer service, whatever, whatever. Um, and even one time, we, we we're, our cash flow was so f- poor, um, I had to go to a really well-known perfume company and consult them on how to launch social media, wow. uh, on social media. Um, anyways, we eventually you know sold Luxbox and then started another company called Exact Media, which is where Jane came on board uh we grew really quickly and we needed to hire someone to um s- sell to some of our top brands in the states and that's where Jane showed up uh mm. she was actually mm-hmm. living in new york talking to l'oreal i remember Lever. those I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I-, I emailed yeah. you when
0: i was at exact yeah you're yeah. Then. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah it's all yeah. flooding back then yeah. we sat beside each other Uh, We were really, really close friends and we always talked about life. And she would always send me very (laughs) sappy articles about the meaning of life and very sappy songs. (laughs) I know.
0: So philosophical.
1: Yeah. Um, Deep. And I always knew that Jane wanted to start her own business. Um, You know, Exact Media was something where she could take her first step into the world of startups. Um, And so, not too long after, a year after, Jane left um, to start. Silly bee. Mm-hmm. Um, and we still kept in touch, but mm-hmm. you should share silly, bee. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, like actually, you should share
0: how <laughs> things ended at your startup I think that's really <laughs> interesting too
1: um, okay, so really quickly, um, we exact media we grew. Um, In one year, like really, really quickly, um, millions of dollars. And we got funding from a VC. Um, Because we were growing so fast, uh, we never really had the opportunity to kind of sit down and, um, you know, talk about our equity and um, actually finalize paperwork. Okay. Um, Until we got funding, that's when we really only had one week to finish that and um one week to talk about your equity and your
2: yeah <laughs> you know your life at this
1: business. Yeah. Um it's a really short time. Um and being a woman or I'm not gonna blame it because I'm a woman. Um being someone that's naive, not experienced, um about talking about my compensation, my yeah. you know uh, acknowledging my self worth Yeah and your value uh,
2: to the company. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: And mm-hmm. so I my negotiation um, towards that was done poorly, I would say. And it wasn't like until after I somehow got access to all the documents. Uh-huh. Um, and I was able to see the cap breakdown, cap table. Yeah. Um, of what everyone was receiving um, equity-wise. Yeah. I, I got really, really angry because of the four mm-hmm. co-founders, um, I received very little. Right. Um, and, and they mainly, just okayed it. and Yeah. Well, if you... Uh, you know, if you reverse that as a business owner, if you're not asking for it, the yeah. business owner won't do anything. Right. Um, and so, you know, I. <laughs> That's God, it, I mean, just, yeah, it's already. Jesus, mm-hmm. this
2: can be a long podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many questions, <laughs> so many yeah. comments. It's actually but, interesting
0: because yeah. like what Eva went through, I think a lot of women go through, right? Negotiating your your self-worth.
1: Whether yeah, that absolutely. be your pay, your
0: equity, mm-hmm. your how much you charge people as an individual, mm-hmm. and Eva went through that whole thing, and I was watching her as a third person. Oh yeah, consulting lawyers and trying to figure out how to get more equity of like a fair amount of equity for what you right. built. And yeah,
1: don't forget, I came from a background of design. I learned about business by sneaking into sneaking classes. into classes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I don't have experience or knowledge about. Um, like equity um, and cap tables all of that knowledge i had to learn in one week right um, so that i could be in a position to negotiate myself better but I still was not and how um, old were you at this point you might not see um i don't know <laughs> i'm i'm 29 right now yeah um i would say maybe so like, like 27 yeah 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 so,
2: i mean yeah that's a lot yeah. for anybody to handle in a week but definitely You know, if you're not primed for that, if that's not part of your vernacular, your knowledge base, for most people, it's not. Mm -hmm. And
1: I would say I was more emotional than strategic about Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. um, because I was really focused on, you know, our relationship relationship. Um, as co-founders for the past few, like, many years. Right, because you've invested a lot right. into this. Yeah, um, You know, Luxbox was the company that we all worked together on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Exact Media was formed after it was sold. So that relationship went back maybe almost, almost, like, seven years. Wow. Um. So
2: That's and- it's a lot. It's a, <laughs> and, that's, and that's why I want to talk with both of you, because right. besides the whole strategic part and the logistics of... Mm-hmm having a business running a business mm-hmm. launching a business yes. which is what you guys do now mm-hmm. with launch pop it's work especially in our modern culture and in you know north america and capitalistic first world problems <laughs> it's life you know it's synonymous yeah. to our purpose and it's synonymous to this is what i'm built or meant to do and this is how i grow as a person mm-hmm. it's very intertwined with the work that we do mm-hmm. um More so than other countries and more Mm -hmm. so than other cultures. So Mm -hmm. that's why this conversation is Mm -hmm. incredibly important. And I think on the grander scheme, it's still a very unknown, untapped subject. Mm -hmm. So I want to contribute to it, and that's why Mm -hmm. I love that you guys are here. Mm -hmm. And can we fast forward to the launch pop? So you guys have had this friendship. You've been learning and getting Mm -hmm. your foot in the door in terms of startup world through this design background, Mm -hmm. learning really tough lessons through Mm -hmm. this equity debacle, which like I didn't even go through it, and my heart's like. (laughs) <laughs> um, because it's so relatable and I have my version of that that I've I've personally struggled with and then so right. Jane's in New York and then how right. did Lunch Pop yeah. come out?
0: So um, I was in brand management for a while so I was at General Mills and Pepsi doing brand management and then um, got the itch so I wanted to move to a startup uh, joined Exact Media was in the U.S. and um, and it's kind of funny how how I started my first business, which is Silly Be Intimates. Um, it was my 25th birthday and I had like rented out um, this nightclub like booth at Town Nightclub and. With oh, towel. Yeah.
2: a towel, yeah, right? Like, I'm like, <laughs>
0: yeah, everyone knows that. Um, and I had bought this backless dress to wear, and obviously, with a backless dress for those women um, who know, you have to wear a backless, strapless bra, yeah. Um, so it's just basically two cups with with skin friendly adhesive <laughs> on it, and you just stick them onto your boobs so they look nice and perky. Um, and so I finally found one, it was $90, which was ridiculous because $90, my, yeah, my dress was like less expensive than oh, that, but yeah. Yeah, you know, I want it to look good. So yeah, I just yeah, yeah. It. Treat yourself. But like, <laughs> but like 90? <laughs> yeah, seriously. So I bought it, and then that night, I loved dan- Minji, you know this. I love dancing. Oh, yeah. I love clubbing. Like Homegirl can jam. get down. Yeah, I can, I can. Um, <laughs> so I was dancing like crazy, and I was sweating, and that bra kept on falling off. And so the whole entire time, I was just basically covering my boobs because, you know, I was it was really embarrassing. And so the next morning when I woke up, I kind of thought why did I have this pain point? You know, I paid $90 for this product. Yeah. Why did I have to suffer this And it did not
2: work for me. Yeah, totally.
0: So I looked online and realized there was only one company that had dominated this niche market of strapless backless bras and they were called new bra. And the way that they Uh. were winning was they were white labeling the bra and selling it to Victoria's secrets and like other boutiques but their B two C strategy was really weak. So See, she's
2: already bringing up terminology. I don't understand. I'm going to go with it. <laughs> their business to consumer there strategy we go. was really weak. Sorry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so like their bra looked like it was meant for a 70-year-old woman. You know, they didn't have social media. And so I looked at that and I was like, hey, I think I could do a better job in terms of creating a better product and also doing a better job at marketing. Yeah. So this is when I quit Exact Media. I left Eva over there at had Exact had Media. Bye, girl. So <laughs> bye, bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. Um, um, and then I went to Shenzhen, China, where I spent a month there actually creating a bra that was stickier in different nudes, beautiful packaging came back to Toronto um, and started my business on Shopify. So Shopify is like a really well-known e-commerce SaaS company. You can use it st- to start an e-commerce store really easily. You don't need to know any coding or you don't need to design as well.
2: So Shopify kind of more of like a, a different version of like say Etsy or... It's like a Squarespace Got or a Wix kind cool. of thing. Yeah, okay. but a
0: great e-commerce backend. Um, and so I started it there and, you know, I, I jumped into e-commerce right when influencer marketing was kind of lifting off. So mm-hmm. So Mm -hmm. I was really lucky in that sense. And I had sent my bra out to everyone and everyone was reviewing the product and loving it. And so my brand did really, really well. Just hired a lot of people and I was seeing sales increases every month. And then um, eventually Shopify was kind of like, hey, like noticing your sales and you're getting a lot of press. Why don't you come in and actually talk about your experience with our product? Mm -hmm. I did. Eventually I got recruited to Shopify, Um, was their entrepreneur in residence for around two years. So worked on some really cool Cool products and helped Kylie Jenner with her Kylie lip kits. Uh, you know, it. I did some really Those cool stuff. Damn there. lip kits.
2: <laughs> well, I yeah. ended up getting the spoo- the dupe of ColourPop.
0: Yeah, yeah, ColourPop. Yeah, yeah, ColourPop. Kylie, same thing. Yeah. I know exactly. I <laughs> yeah. uh, did product marketing and then. Um, there came a point where, you know, I really missed working with entrepreneurs and getting my hands dirty. And so um, I talked to Eva about this. And Eva also felt the same way. You know, we naturally always met up with entrepreneurs and they asked us for advice when they were launching their businesses. And we came together and we were like, hey, why don't we just start? a launch lab, right? Mm -hmm. So because we do this anyways on our spare time and we love working with entrepreneurs one-on-one and we're really good at launching brands, why don't we make that our job? And Mm so uh, last May or last June, actually, we started launch Pop and so Launch Pop is a launch lab where we work with very high potential people uh, to launch their brands within two to three months. And what's awesome about Launch Pop, I think, is you know it, once someone starts working with us, it doesn't feel like it's like an agency relationship. You actually get immersed, and so it'll always it'll almost feel like. You know, you kind of have a whole team, right? That you hired, or like you have new co-founders on your team, right?
2: To help mm-hmm. guide you through this process. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly.
2: That's amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: And keep in mind, and I think a lot of people may have questions that we're really close friends, uh-huh. um, and so we were actually very, very scared. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be partners in business.
2: I mean, that's the, that's the, not the state, well, like the cliche, right? The yeah. like, don't mix business with pleasure. Oh, don't yeah. work with friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how'd you guys fi- deal with that? I mean, that's a lot.
1: So we started a conversation um, in December, uh, last December. Um, and it wasn't until like three, four months until we finally mobilized. So we had coffee once a week. Um, obviously, very scared, mm-hmm. um, and we had like ten different ideas bouncing off each other, and we were really scared to even just move forward. Yeah. Um, not because you know the idea wasn't great; it was because we were scared to be official.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so actually, the day it actually changed uh, was when we were at um, a coffee shop, and we decided to interview each other.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. And we had a really as if like
2: you're like interviewing an employee.
1: Yeah. Nice. Like mm-hmm. we're hiring someone. Um and we told ourselves really bluntly like and we like looked at each other for the first time so seriously um, that we can't do this because we think it's fun um, mm. we think it's cool to uh, have something successful together mm-hmm. um, we we came up with questions each of us and literally interviewed each other to understand you know what our skill sets are mm. um, what do you want to do in the next year or two um, we talked about personal relationships love life mm-hmm. um, we wanted to make sure that whatever was on our mind what we were dreaming of doing in the next year or two that um really aligned yeah um and so that's so much yeah. i mean that's
2: not only professionally yeah. intelligent and strategic <laughs> But that's like a very mature move, in my opinion, to mm-hmm. like, because I talk about a lot of different kinds of relationships on this podcast. And a lot of them can be about dating or just family mm-hmm. had my mom on. And <laughs> the the constant is just about the importance of communication, how you go oh about God, yeah. putting things on the table mm-hmm. and, and listening. You know, like that's still a gr- I mean, I'm in my 30s now. I feel like I'm finally starting to learn to learn about this <laughs> listening thing uh, versus just sharing my opinion. <laughs> You know, that's that's incredibly and that's such a great um, you know piece of advice for any person who's entering any sort of partnership mm-hmm. right. to to know and like mm-hmm. to really honor yeah. because yeah. it's so easy to kind of just dive in. You're like, this will be fun <laughs> yeah. and this is a great and it could be it'll be fun and it's a great idea. But mm-hmm. there's also a lot of risk involved. Yes. And it sounds like you guys really address that head on. Mm-hmm. So then have did you do you feel like that proved to be one of the key things to a successful business because you guys have been how long has it been now that you're working together nine months okay full time and now you're in California too and I'm very happy because Jane (laughs) gets to be like she's in SoCal Uh, how's that been going like it's been nine crazy months right from what I've oh yeah (laughs) since we
1: landed (laughs) yeah yeah, 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 day one it's been insane I've heard
0: stories yeah it's been so crazy like um, we spent I guess the first four months of our business in Toronto uh, you know, we were so small, we were just three person team back then working mm-hmm. out of Starbucks. And then, um, you know, we decided to move to LA just because a lot of the startups that we started working with actually were based out of Santa Monica and LA. So we moved it over here. Um, and we're just growing the team bigger and bigger. Right? Yeah. So it's been freaking crazy.
2: I have so many questions cuz I remember the first time that I got to hang out with Jane when after she'd been in LA for a couple months we got to go on this hike and it was like yeah, a hike nice. meeting catch up and she was just sharing, you know, challenges in running a business and looking for people to hire. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's so many I have literally 50 questions I could ask you about this process that you guys have gone through and these experiences and the lessons learned and how to run a business but can since that's something that's like fresh in my memory can you reflect a little bit on that because I know you're saying it's hard to find good talent or good employees. Yeah I think employees
0: for sure I think any like anyone will say the same thing finding good people is the hardest but most important Important thing thing, ever. Yeah Yeah, and so um, I think you know, it's interesting because moving to LA, first of all, we don't have a network here. And so finding the right people was automatically harder, right? Because mm-hmm. like in Toronto, we both have our school networks. We know a ton of people there. So and finding, referrals and... Yeah, so finding people there was was fine. But here it's it's a lot harder. And like, I feel like there's... I don't know. There's, maybe this is like an East Coast thing versus a West Coast thing. <laughs>
2: maybe Canadian but versus... Maybe I don't know,
0: but... Layers, layers. Yeah. <laughs> just it just seems like it's harder to find people and also the work ethic is a little not it's a little different and how people work
2: is is different in yeah. LA. Well, uh, I wanna know the specifics, because like, I can <laughs> no, I mean trying to be like politically correct. Yes, yeah, cool. Like this is the space where you can like be real. I mean that's that's the only way I feel we're gonna learn, right? Yeah. And yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. I count on you for
2: that, Jane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, work ethic. Yeah, just
0: work ethic. Um, it's like beautiful in LA. So, I think that a lot of people have more of a steady mentality that you can like just chill. Maybe it's also because we're right on the beach and it's
2: like harder to find people. I was going to say, yeah. you have distractions <laughs> out there on the west side. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But um, I think that's one of the big things I noticed. Like in New York and Toronto, it's like everyone just doesn't sleep. Mm-hmm. Right. And obviously, mm-hmm. like that kind of mentality is like the norm. Whereas in L.A., it's way more balanced, which mm-hmm. is great. Right. Because mm-hmm. you, you get to like enjoy life and also work hard. But that's not the way that
2: we're used to working. It's not the same um, sense of urgency. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah to yeah. get to get stuff done. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, that's real. And and that's something, honestly, I've I've dealt with in the Asian-American world or like the entertainment world especially in entertainers like there's there's people that will argue just about work ethic because it's not just about looking pretty having a lot of Instagram followers or even having like a really great project under your mm-hmm. belt it's a constant hustle and there there's like you know the stereotype between like say LA and New York that New York is all about the the craft and then LA's about the hustle but the hustle is through networking New York's hustle is through the craft Mm -hmm. and there's two different approaches that people that's in my world so I and and I also grew up in the bay in Silicon Valley so I feel like I've been introduced to like what people interpret as good work ethic some people go and say oh I need time to have my chai latte and that's how I stay motivated so that I can continue <laughs> to contribute to this company. Mm-hmm. But other people are like, no, I want to put out a really great product mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and have worked night and day for six months if I need to, to ensure that that product is dope. Mm-hmm. So has it gotten any better since I talked to you? Because that was like last winter. <laughs> I mean, we're still in that tail end winter, but... You know, I'm wondering, has it improved? Have you adjusted like what? Because this is for right. any person yeah. that's looking to start their own yeah. company or work in a company no, as an employee. Sure. What do yeah. they got to know?
0: I think um, like our company is so based off of people. Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, we The only way we
0: can scale is through the people that we hire. Yeah. So we have a very high standard for the people that we bring into Launch Um So I think. Like honesty is a big learning for us. Mm-hmm. Like still it's still n- learning. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. just like the people we we've tried to hire mm-hmm. that I think there's like a there's a misalignment. But also for us, we're learning mm-hmm. like maybe we can't expect someone who can do everything. Like we have to hire for each like kind of separate activity there is in our company. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like in the past like five months, we've hired and fired what oh my five God. people. Five. Yeah. yeah, like but you know what they say, right? Like hire slow, fire fast kind of thing. <laughs>
2: <Just> <laughs> I'm learning that. <laughs> yeah,
0: like like you can't you can't keep people just because you know you feel for them. It's just you have to be very very cutthroat for your company. It's nothing personal, right? right. It's just time is everything.
2: Okay, well then now I kind of I feel like that's a good way for me to segue into a large part of like this overall topic, right? And I know that in our in in our universe, it can get really just over discussed and like exhausting to continuously talk about being a woman in X Y Z, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Being a female driver a female entrepreneur a female artist i mean personally it's like it takes such such a bulk of like my life discussing that mm-hmm. sometimes i personally at this point get a little exhausted right. however i'm going to table that because i'm really pumped up by the two of you <laughs> being here and that's what we're here to talk about because what i discovered in in getting re- reconnected with jane and hearing what she's going through it's a very unique perspective and experience That when I heard it, I was like, oh, hell no. Like, Mm -hmm. really? But also, yes, really. (laughs) Yeah. And also my best friend is up in Silicon Valley working like in the heart of the tech industry. Right. right in downtown San Francisco doing this at, you know, at her major, uh, I'll bring her on later. She and us, we also, I want to talk to her about her experience working Mm -hmm. with that universe. Um, But that's also like, Everything that we experience is colored by our particular set of layers, right? Mm-hmm. And um, the female experience in terms of you guys working with a lot of entrepreneurs, like, I just want y'all to break it down and 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 shed a little light on what that's been like. Because you're helping right. launch these companies. Yeah. We've launched
0: uh, 25 companies in the past nine months. Okay. Which is a lot. <laughs> it's because <laughs> we've um, built this awesome playbook. Uh, but that means 25 founders. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then. <laughs> and um, it's actually interesting. At the beginning of LaunchPop, the majority of them were men. Mm-hmm. But now we're getting to a place where I think a lot of people know LaunchPop now. And so we're attracting a lot of women, which I'm very oh, excited about. Yes, very, yeah. very excited about. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I think, you know, what's interesting is, like, coming from Toronto to L.A. as two women co-founders um, has really opened our eyes. And... I say this because um, I think in L.A. specifically, um, I think not a lot, of, there's not a huge, at least as big as like the Valley or New York or Toronto startup culture or startup community. It's and still so, a new thing. Here. It's still a new thing. Yeah, I know there's Silicon Beach and I know it's getting there, but it's still fairly small. And so... Having two co-founders is still something that is unique and very different. And so every single time we go into a meeting and people meet us, they actually are like, wow, two female co-founders. You don't see that often, Mm -hmm. which is actually shocking, right? Mm -hmm.
1: Well, that's one. That's actually already awesome to hear that. Yeah. Um, What's worse is when we're in the room for the past hour or two, they ask us, wait, so you are the (laughs) co-founders? Yeah, the whole time they, they had no idea. They need to
2: reestablish that, or they didn't get it had, in the first place.
1: They had no idea. Um, cool. Our, our backgrounds are all online. <laughs> yeah. Um, but after two hours, they would, they would ask, "Wait, hold on."
0: It hasn't sunk in yet. <laughs> yeah, and so it it's interesting because we obviously play it to our advantage, but at the same time, we've come across a lot of situations where um, we've experienced like sexism. Mm-hmm. More so than Toronto or New York, yeah. like, hands down. And it's shocking to me because yeah. I always took it for granted that we were treated, like, very fairly in mm-hmm. Toronto and New York. But for some reason in LLA, mm-hmm. I don't even know why. It just... We've experienced so many uncomfortable situations.
2: Okay, well, when so Jane told me specifically the, the story about the the Skype call or yeah. the, the video conference call. Can yeah, you so recap. Yeah, so, so I, I can mean, get mad again. <laughs> I mean,
0: this it was so strange. So I was having a uh, a Skype meeting. Um, it was talking about um, the whole direction of a video and uh, we, we had a very tight timeline so we had to get things down pat and this man was on the the other side and he we got onto the call and he was like one second, one second Jane he calls his two friends over um, I see two guys coming into the screen and he looks at me and he's like guys, guys, rate her out of 10 what do you think she is out of 10?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and I'm sitting there by myself on this Skype call there are a million things that are going through my mind, right? so one is like this is insane. Two is, do I snap back? How do I react? Because I know that I need to say something in order to help the other woman that they're going to work with. Mm-hmm. But the other side of me is saying, oh, I don't want to come off too bitchy. I don't want to come mm-hmm. off too aggressive. And I also need to close this deal. You know, yeah. like,
2: yeah, all those, all
0: those thoughts go in, in Through like a nanosecond, what, right? Yeah. And then you know what I end up doing?
2: And I really regret this. I just laugh. And that's the worst thing. That's the worst that's thing like you such can a do. Com- I know. I know. But like my heart goes out to you because that's, it's such a n- default reaction. Like, right? What the, what can you do? Right? Like, right. you're, I mean, there's all those things in mm-hmm. conflict. Mm-hmm. And all of those decisions and all those reactions will take you down very different paths. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like. I, I I appreciate you being honest and yeah. just like that you regret it. I, I've laughed my way out of a yeah. lot of infuriating circumstances myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> I mean, yeah. And like Eva said, another really crazy situation was um, going into a meeting and literally the men at the other side of the table do not believe we are the founders. Mm-hmm. And c- trying to convince them that we are the founders and then stopping ourselves and thinking, this is so ridiculous that we actually have to convince you that we own a company. Why do we need to do that? Yeah. If we were men, would
2: you ever question us? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? They wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. That's, yeah, well, we know the answer to that. And yeah. That's, that's what makes it so mind-boggling. Right. right but that's right, where right. we're at. How did that go, though, when they were, th- that particular right. circumstance so came
1: Right, right after, um, you can feel it already, the sense of respect. Uh-huh. Um, but at the same time, the respect is a little bit flirty. Okay. Um, so, You know, right after the one guy would be like, "Oh wow, that's that's amazing," Uh Um, and then uh, he would end off with, "That you you girls are pretty cute. Um, Let's go out for drinks um, (sighs) before our." This happens way too often. What do you have to do with? Mm -hmm. So many times,
0: people will comment on our looks. Yeah, like guys will comment on our looks, and Mm -hmm.
2: you don't want to be like a stickler and be like shut up you know yeah it's like how but do you... what does that have to do with anything about the business it doesn't. And, and then it, doesn't. it just adds again this is and i don't know i don't give a shit like we're here to talk this out because <laughs> the, these are the these are the layers of complexity that make just having a, you know a business relationship difficult and these are the right. boundaries that i feel like we're, we're at a different point just like in the grand scheme of things with like the Harvey Weinstein, the Me Too's, the Time's Up, everything, all these moves, incredible. I'm so happy. And why the conversation needs further clarification because Mm -hmm. we're maturing in the conversation of okay so you're not pinching my ass you're not grabbing my Mm -hmm. boobs you're not assaulting me in the copy room fine cool Mm -hmm. basic i mean the fact that it took this i know i know right cool as you're saying this i'm like oh my god yay (laughs) win that's not allowed anymore great but now it's like this now it's like the the more nuanced stuff, which to me is not nuanced. It's mm-hmm. like, why are you saying this stuff? Yeah. This is mad uncomfortable. This is unprofessional. This has nothing to do with the business. You do not, it just, no. Like yeah. and, and that's where the conversation, it's hard. And I think that's the uncomfortable space that we're now occupying. right? And like you're saying, it's hard to then say, how do I address this mm-hmm. so that I can feel safe and that I'm entering a relationship where like we're actually going to get good business done which is that's the shared goal Mm -hmm. without damaging a relationship without losing a client right like you don't have to be relegated you don't want to have to be relegated only to work with women because every man Man. (laughs) every straight man that you encounter is going to be a liability like that sucks you know what i mean um yeah, so I feel you yeah, I mean totally. I haven't experienced it but yeah. I'm getting mad over here because <laughs> I'm no, in but, just, yeah. like different
0: so like um, also there are many meetings where you know we'll be by ourselves and at the end of the meeting the guy will like ask one of us out on a, on a date or mm-hmm. something and that's also a difficult kind of situation as well especially mm-hmm. if you want to close that deal yeah. or especially if you want to yeah. stay on their good side Yeah, it's like how do you a, you know hurt his ego a little bit but still try to get dance. it it is it's, it's so hard yeah it's so hard and that happens like all the time mm-hmm.
2: that's like, so i mean <laughs> i'm just gonna put this out of the- i hope that this this episode yeah this conversation does continue to reach ears because uh, it's a lot i mean i don't know it's a yeah, lot yeah so yeah, what are in and, and in my mind it's it's good to get this out into the open. What are your guys' solutions? Like how do you how have you dealt with this? How do you guys from everything you've experienced and everything that you've had to endure and probably will continue to to a large yes. degree. I hope not forever, not for a long time or worse. Mm-hmm. Um and for all the other people out there who are going to be encountering different versions of this, what, what do we do? Like how <laughs> How do we, how do we proceed? Any, like, any shred signs of hope? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, um, so it's actually interesting,
0: um, because I was talking to Roy Choi. He told me. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. We hung out, and, um, I was telling him about, um, this same topic, and he actually brought you up.
2: (laughs) He told me. (laughs) Yeah. He told me that he mentioned me. yeah, Yeah,
0: yeah, he brought you up because, um... He said that, you know, a long time ago, you were just like a volunteer at collaboration. And he there was some like a judge that was really pretty. And he was like, Mm -hmm. made a comment in front of everyone. Oh, by the way, this judge is so pretty. Blah, blah, blah. She's hot. She's hot. Yeah. And then he came off the stage and you kind of just took him aside and were like, hey, a lot of people look up to you. And, you know, your words affect a lot of people. She's, like, not just hot. Like, you have to just, like, see her as, like, you know, you know an crazy. any person. That's
1: mm-hmm. the exact story that Jane told me. And that's the exact story that came up in my mind just now when you yeah. asked that question.
0: Really? Yeah. Yes. So so I think, like, that really opened my eyes because it's not about reacting right away. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not about, like, oh, this guy saying, radar out of 10. And me saying, shut the fuck up. You know? It's right. me... Continuing the conversation and later on taking him aside and slowly and patiently mm-hmm. trying to make him understand why that was not okay. Right.
2: Right. And I think... That's Although just- if you did tell him to shut the fuck up, <laughs> I still would have hugged and <laughs> fist bumped you. But I agree. Yes. Yeah. It's just...
0: How you position it, right? Because yeah. like people automatically assume that um, you know to stand up for women, you have to be like aggressive and do it right then and there and fight back. Yeah, but it's not. It's Bash like them in the face in, and
2: shame them. Yeah, Which it's sometimes like, it can be appropriate. I mean, depending on what the uh, yeah
1: depends on what the crime is. Yeah. The crime. yeah, right. Yeah, right,
2: right. But what you're what we what a lot of people want is understanding and yes. respect. Yes. That's that's the outcome the shared outcome that would benefit everybody because then Mm -hmm. at least you can like move forward in a respectful manner if their work sparks or chemistry which that's that's a you know (laughs) occupational hazard that sometimes just happens working with different people yeah but like leave that out of it like mm-hmm. in general, whether that's a heterosexual relationship, a homosexual relationship, whatever. Like, you know, we're we're talking very much in terms of male, female, heterosexual dynamics. But mm-hmm. like this happens in so many different forms. But this is the one that's like been the pain point very universally felt and still dealt with around the freaking world. Um, mm-hmm. And it needs to be addressed. And now we're kind of really focusing and zoning in on what the solution is or like what we want. Right. And right. how do we get there? Yeah. Close that mm-hmm. gap. Yeah. So I agree with you. And like. Have you been able to have those kinds of conversations? Has it been getting a little bit easier? I mean, you have this is what I'm saying. You have so many other things. Like you're trying to think about how to launch this damn business, how to make sure that this product is great, how the team works. Like you're yeah. doing what every other male you know co-founder mm-hmm. is dealing with, mm-hmm. but they don't have to deal with this extra layer of shit. Mhm. Mm-hmm. OK, mm-hmm. like it just doesn't exist to the same degree, to the same frequency in mm-hmm. their world. That's why I need a yell. <laughs>
1: and that's think, frustrating. Yeah. Why?
2: <sighs> anyway, I,
1: in the past eight months that we've been exposed to this yeah. uh, for the very first time, um, I would say that we're still learning. It's very hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we're learning very well to dance with it, um, but we're not learning very well um, to to really approach it and um educate that right thing. Other gender the yeah. male. <laughs> well, I, I hope to assist you with that. Yeah. This yeah. Um, but I would say, you know, in talking about males um, and, you know, as two women co founders, um, putting ourselves out there and, um, you know, sharing what our services are and pricing our business. Yeah. Um, I think uh, in that aspect, uh, we've become stronger yeah. as women uh, towards men and also our work relationships with men. Uh, who are maybe older or uh, more, you know, like, very, like, alpha male Mm dominating. We've become very strong um, in working with them. That's Um, awesome. Which is, you know, awesome in the past eight months. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. I applaud you. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. Like, growing that self-confidence and understanding our self-worth in Mm -hmm. front of these, like, alpha males has definitely been a process. Like, Mm -hmm. I can tell you straight up, like, how much we've – in terms of like what it costs to work with Launchpop it's grown like i don't know significantly like more than like 10x yeah because Mm -hmm. we started realizing our value more and more and we started to actually become more confident in ourselves right yeah um but it was a journey because at the beginning i'm sure all women feel this they don't really feel that confident and they don't know what they're worth and they'll just shrivel up and Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know try to like get anything right um but then you'll grow and you'll once you start testing things out testing different prices and um like figuring out how to work with men and just like um, being more confident in how you position things and how you say things, Mm -hmm. um, you'll be able to Mm -hmm. figure out like what pricing
1: you're worth. And it's not to say you should be bold right away. That's Mm -hmm. impossible for Mm -hmm. anyone. Um, Sometimes you
2: ramp up to it. Yeah, little
1: steps. And um, those little steps make you feel nervous every time. Yeah. But after feeling nervous, you become even stronger.
2: Like lean into the fear.
1: Yeah. Yes.
2: That's awesome. Exactly. Oh, i love you guys so much is there are there any closing gems of advice like one or two things that you would uh that you would really want someone listening either on mm-hmm. either side either someone that's going to be the next you mm-hmm. or the next person who's going to work with you is there anything you want to impart with them like i want people to just Listen. <laughs> be empathetic. Yeah. Um
0: I would say like um even though it's hard, try to make it a point to speak up, you know? Mm-hmm. It's so simple, but um it'll no, be really like, the most uncomfortable thing you'll ever do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um but do it. Yeah. <laughs> Please, for like the betterment of the future and women for, yeah. you know that and are going yourself, to be working sure. with these men. Um it it will be worth it. You yeah. know, even if you do lose a deal, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, I think the cause is bigger. Right. Or was that deal worth, you know,
2: to? in having to endure right. a potentially toxic relationship right, with right, someone who right. can't respect you? Mhm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, that's a That's one of those things like you don't know how big that risk is. You, it feels huge when you're mm-hmm. there. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And then after you maybe have the courage to potentially walk away, you're like, oh, that wasn't even that big a deal. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I have a quote to share. Yeah, Um, my favorite all time favorite um, is Will Smith. (laughs) Will Smith. Uh huh. I'm sorry, Will Smith. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He's cool. Yeah, he says, you know, the other side of fear is bliss. Mm. Um, And, you know, you can resonate this with anything and everything you do in life, whether it's, you know, negotiating your equity, Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's starting a business, uh, whether it's, you know, um, confronting someone. um, It's very scary. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you, as you said, lean into the fear, um, once you lean into it, when you get to the other side, you really do feel bliss. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I I continue
2: to be fans of you guys. <laughs> and uh, I I wish, I'm, I'm very, I'm confident you guys are going to keep kicking ass. It's, that's not even a question. And <laughs> however we can continue to support you, like, you let me know. And I think that this conversation, like, I'm really excited to continue it and to grow mm-hmm. upon it. Um, I think you guys have, like, a wealth of, expertise and knowledge and wisdom to continue to share. I hope you continue to do so. If y'all mm-hmm. want to come back, please do. Let me <laughs> just hang out more. Yes. And, and even to vent. Cause all these, again, these stories are like still heard, not heard enough. Mm-hmm. Right. And I want to help present it in a way where we can create more understanding. And if we need to be abrasive in that process, I'm cool with that. Cause I'm start, <laughs> I'm done like yeah. apologizing for having feelings and yeah. like for legitimate reasons and mm-hmm. i just i appreciate you guys so much for being just doing your thing and mm-hmm. and moving forward so props
1: oh yeah I thanks never, for bringing this together this is yeah so awesome
2: always um where can we find out more about your company your guys stuff if you want to follow you where do we go
0: yeah uh we have a website and so you can take a look www.launchpop.com you can kind of look at the different people that we've launched or the companies that we've launched and kind of our methodology in terms of how we Mm -hmm. launch companies. Um, And just, you know, give us an email if you guys want to connect at all. Um, I think the easiest way is probably our hello email. So hello Mm -hmm. at launchpop.io. Get into contact if you are also kind of wanting to launch a brand at any time. um,
2: Give us an email and we can chat. Yes. Well, thank you guys so much for coming in again and thank you to Aquafina for letting me use her song Yellow Ranger, another boss lady. Oh, we did want to use a boss. Yes, but we we <laughs> yeah. love Aquafina. Thank you for uh letting us use your track, Yellow Ranger. Thank you to Marvin Yue, my producer, audio engineer, and podcast king. Um, if you'd like to support this podcast, please go to patreon.com slash first of all podcast and become a patron to help me pay Marvin (laughs) I want to grow my business Um, and you can follow me at first of all pod on Twitter and Instagram thank you to the potluck podcast collective a network of Asian American storytellers and podcasters I love being part of this family there's so many more stories out there so please give them a listen you can find me on Apple Podcasts Google Play Stitcher Radio Public Spotify and everywhere you can find podcasts Please subscribe and leave a five-star review. Thank you for everybody who's been messaging and leaving these really amazing reviews that made me cry. It's It gives a lot of great motivation. And I appreciate you all. Thank you so much to Jane and Ava. Thanks for having us. You guys are amazing. Keep up the great work. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye, guys. Got this all up on my LinkedIn. Profession in and spitting, turning red when I'm drinking. I'm masturbating pussy like I was Zayn. Get squirting out that Kool-Aid a lot these ratchet sink it, it.